Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you. It is Monday, the 15th of February, already halfway through the month. Boy, this time flying. And uh, happy to have you with us on this President's Day weekend, or the tail end of President's Day weekend. And for today's show, we're going to do a mock draft Monday. Now, I'm going to do something a little different than what I did last week, in that I'm going to talk about the latest mock draft that I happened to come across that I really, really liked the scenario that was done by the author. And then as I record this podcast in segments two and three, I'm going to do a live mock draft. I'm going to use a different simulator than what I've been using, and I'm going to do a live mock draft. And, you know, I kind of wish I could broadcast this live, but, uh, you know, it is recorded so that anybody can listen to this whenever they want to, but it will be done live. In other words, I just, I haven't made up my mind as to how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to pick. I'm going to let the board fall how it may. I'm going to do all the settings and all that good stuff as we do you know, and I'll de- describe to you what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm just going to do it step by step, and it should be a lot of fun. So looking forward to that. But first, like I said, I do want to talk about one particular mock draft, the latest mock draft that I wrote about for Mock Draft Monday over at Giants Country. This is a mock draft that I really, really like. I like the scenario. I like the thinking. I just like um, the approach. And and this. Mock draft was done by uh, Matt Miller, who f- was formerly with uh, Bleacher Report. Now I believe he's he's uh, independent, doing his own thing at NFL Draft Scout. And um, Matt is one of the I, I think you know underrated uh, draft analysts out there. Uh, I find myself a lot of times agreeing with his mock drafts. And the one that he did for the Giants, he did, he did a, a one-round mock draft for the entire NFL. And the scenario he put forth for the Giants, I really, really like. And I'm going to just tell you a little bit about it. Um, in his mock draft, uh, uh, Matt Miller is going defense. Now, let me give you a little bit of background here uh, to kind of put this all into context. A couple of years ago, when Giants general manager Dave Gettleman had to choose between Daniel Jones and Josh Allen, the edge rusher out of Kentucky. And there were all kinds of reports that, you know, Gettleman was torn over what to do and how he almost came close to drafting the edge rusher. Of course, we all know in 2019 that he went with quarterback Daniel Jones, that being, I guess, the higher of the need. The feeling being that they could potentially generate a pass rush through scheme, which we all know uh, now was not the case back in 2019 with James Betcher at, at the helm. So anyway, the Giants went with uh, Daniel Jones and the rest was history. And here they are. They're still looking for a pass rusher. Um, last year, Lorenzo Carter showed signs of being that guy. Unfortunately, he had the injury, so uh, his season was cut short. O'Shane Zimenez, who was was also thought to maybe be that guy, uh, unfortunately, his season was cut short too, after a, a, a less than impressive type of um, 
second season. Uh, Zimenez just, you know, for whatever reasons, hasn't turned the corner yet. And I don't know if it's just development or whatnot, but um, hasn't shown that he's he's a every down type of player. So despite that, the Giants were still able to um, generate a pass rusher. And uh, I think they had something like 40 sacks last year. Anyway, what does that have to do with uh, this draft? The point being is, is now the Giants will have an opportunity, obviously, to draft an edge rusher. Now, it's not going to be a Chase Young, but there are some good pass rushers in the first round that might draw attention. So what Matt Miller has done in his mock draft is he has uh, the Giants taking Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons, who opted out last year. And, um, you know, the reason why he's got to take Micah Parsons and not a receiver or a tight end is because, quite frankly, the top three receivers, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddell, um, Jamar Chase, and uh, tight end Kyle Pitts, they're all off the board in, in Miller's mock draft. So Miller's thinking is, is, okay, you know what? Rather than reach for a receiver at number 11, let's go pass rusher. And he goes with Micah Parsons, a guy who he thinks can be an every down type of linebacker and points out actually how in Carolina, Dave Gettleman loved his linebackers. You know, he had Luke Keekley, he had Thomas Davis Sr. He had Shaq Barrett. I mean, he had a, he had a good group of linebackers out there. So um, Miller goes with that scenario, and he, he also goes on to argue that, yes, you know, because the, the receiver class is so deep, it's possible the Giants maybe dip into the receiver pool in round two of the draft. And to quote Miller, he goes, leaving the first two rounds with the best defender in the class, Parsons, and the number wide, number five wide receiver, who he doesn't, I don't think he identified who the number five wide receiver is, is quite a haul. And I agree with that. I like that scenario. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the scenario. Obviously, it's going to be a little harder to, to kind of predict it. I, I, I've taken pride in predicting what the Giants are going to do in the first round of the draft, but it's going to be a little harder this year with no combine and not being able to get around and talk to people and get a feel for what the Giants are thinking. But I will take a, a you know a guess on that when we get a little closer into the draft, and especially once all these um, workouts workout days, these pro days start coming into fruition. And also when we see the Giants, uh, what they do in, in free agency. I personally think the Giants are going to sign a receiver in free agency and draft one. I think that's what they should do. And I think that that's what they will do. And, you know, a guy I'm very high on is Curtis Samuel. And I know some people, you know, said to me when I first put that out there, they said, oh, what are you talking about? He's a, he's a slot cornerback. Yeah, well, what's Golden Tate? If you're getting rid of Golden Tate because he's no longer effective, don't you need to replace him? Now, I know what you're thinking. You're, you're probably thinking, well, you put Sterling Shepard in the slot. Yeah, you could put him in the slot at times, but Sterling Shepard um, has been an outside receiver for them. So right now, if you get, um, you know, Curtis Samuel, who, by the way, can also um, rush the ball, 
uh, which is it, which is a trait I think would behoove the Giants because I, I I don't know I don't like Daniel Jones being sent on too many design runs. I know he's got that skill set, but I don't want to see that being made a habit because, you know, look, two years now, two lower body injuries because he's he's taken off on design runs. I just don't like having my quarterback having to run. I'd rather see him sit in the pocket and make the throws he needs to make. So right now, if if they can get a Curtis Samuel to, play, to replace Golden Tate in the slot, and you have Sterling Shepard on the outside. You've got Darius Slayton on the outside. I could live with that. Now, would I like to see them add another receiver, a big receiver? Absolutely. And I think they can do that in the draft. But to me, if they can get Curtis Samuel, who, by the way, I think is going to cost a lot less than an Allen, Robin- Allen Robinson or a, um, a um, Kenny Galladay. So the Giants, remember, they don't have a lot of cap resources, and I just have a feeling they're going to be a little bit more um, reserved with how they spend and the type of value they look for. So that's Matt Miller's uh, first version of his mock draft. Really good stuff. Uh, I totally agree with it. So coming up next, I'm going to embark on a three-round mock draft using a a different mock draft simulator. I think I'm going to use Pro Football Focus's simulator. So let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get that mock draft started. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your sportsbook expert. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Trena, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront during this offseason, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350-plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, TriumphBooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked on Giants Segment 2, and it is a Mock Draft Monday, so I'm going to do, in just a moment, something I've never done before, and that is I'm going to do a Mock Draft live in terms of as I tape this, it will be live. Obviously, when you hear it, it will have already been done. But it's not something that I pre-did before recording. So I'm really excited to see how it turns out. Um, But first, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, so let's lay down the parameters. Again, I'm going to use Pro Football Focus's NFL Mock Draft Simulator. I'm going to do two rounds. I originally was going to do three, but I think I'm going to just do two rounds for now. And I think maybe next week I'll try and increase it to three rounds. I'm going to go with um, middle of the line as far as speed, care for positional value, randomness, and draft for need. Now, my philosophy in drafting has always been to try to go best player available, but try to marry a need wherever applicable. So I'm going to go ahead and begin my draft. And let's see. I'm going to not do any trades in this draft. So right now, the simulator is going through its pick. And I'll just kind of read off to you who is off the board before I make my pick. All right, now I am on the clock right now, but before I make my pick, already off the board is LSU receiver Jamar Chase, who went to uh, the Falcons at pick four. Uh, Devonta Smith is off the board. He went to the Eagles at pick six. Kyle Pitts is off the board. He went to the Lions at number seven. And let's see, Quiddy Pay. Um, who was a, a defense, defensive edge, he went to the Cowboys at pick number 10. So let's see, that would leave a choice between Jalen Waddell, who I believe is still on the board. Yep. Okay, so here, so I have a choice now between Micah Parsons, the edge rusher, and Jalen Waddell, the uh, Alabama wide receiver. Tough choice here. Those two guys are in a cluster. All right, so by that I mean um, they are both positions of need and they are both players that I think will help the Giants. So which one do I go with, Jalen Waddell or Micah Parsons? Hmm. All right, I am tempted to go with Jalen Waddell, but you know what, folks? I'm going to go with Micah Parsons. I'm going to follow Matt Miller's uh, model. And um, the reason why for Micah Parsons, let me just kind of go back and uh, give you give you some, some uh, insight there. Parsons is a legitimate every down linebacker who can play in any type of scheme. So, you know, the Giants, of course, they're versatile. They could play, uh, they play a 3-4, they play a 4-3. A they, they, you know, they play all kinds of different defensive fronts. And the linebacker position has been a problem for the longest time now for the Giants. I mean, they, they started to make some progress, you know, bringing in Blake Martinez in the middle. You know, I mentioned Lorenzo Carter showed some pass rush flash. Um, but I need to see more, obviously. I need to see him stay healthy. I don't know what they're going to get or how much more they're going to get out of O'Shane Zimenez. And meanwhile, they have a bunch of rookies. Well, actually, they're not rookies anymore, but sixth and seventh rounders who I just don't know if those guys are going to be anything more than situational type players. So if I'm looking for a cornerstone player, I, I kind of agree with Matt Miller, who, again, he went with Micah Parsons in his mock draft. You know, 6'3", 240 pounds, the guy can cover, the guy can, you know, rush the passer, he can play the run. He is a legitimate top 10 uh, prospect. He's explosive, has has a good awareness in space. 
Um, he, he, he has good recognition, just can do so much, so much. And, and, um, just, I, I just think that this kid, you know, again, passing on the receiver was tough, but, you know, the, the edge rusher class to me is so limited. It's so, um, you know, it's not a, a deep class. And when you have a chance to get a top 10 guy at that spot, you jump on it. I mean, it's that simple. So that's the pick I'm going with. Mike Parsons of Penn State. And look, I know, you know, some people have asked me uh, in mailbags and whatnot, hey, what about, you know, any character concerns? I'm not as concerned about that. And and for the, the reason for that is, is I believe any allegations, you know, any of the, the serious allegations against Parsons were dismissed. And it was, um, it, he was deemed or as being part of a hazing initiative, uh, that there was no criminal activity or anything like that, you know, involved. So I'm, I'm not concerned. I, I think there are, are a lot of other guys in this draft class who, if you were to look at their backgrounds and the character concerns, they would be a lot greater than, than just, you know, what Parsons allegedly has. So that's just my take on that. Um, and I'd be happy with that. So, all right, folks, we're going to take a, our final break. When we come back, I'm on the clock now. I'm, as I was talking, the, the simulator ran through. I am on the clock. I already know who I'm going to take. I think y'all are going to like this pick. So uh, stay with us, and I'll reveal who my second-round pick in this mock draft is in just a moment. Have you tried the all-new and improved Built Bar? If not, you're missing out on one of the industry's healthiest and tastiest snack treats that's loaded with protein and low on sugar. With 18 different flavors, including nut and non-nut variety, you'll enjoy healthy snacks covered in 100% chocolate that's soft and easy to chew and, most importantly, great for the health conscious. Built Bars are great for folks on the keto diet and include protein and fiber nutrients you need without the exorbitant calories. And use the code LOCKEDON at checkout to save $10 off your next purchase. Visit BuiltBar.com to check out their amazing offering of flavors and put your customized box together. And don't forget, use the code LOCKEDON at checkout to save $10 off your order. That's BuiltBar.com. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you. It is a Mock Draft Monday. So in segment one, we took a look at the latest mock draft that kind of caught my eye. I really liked what Matt Miller did with his first mock draft as an independent writer. Um, and then in segment two, we started my own mock draft using Pro Football Focus's mock draft simulator. And by the way, folks, I don't really pay that much attention to, mo- to Pro Football Focus's grades. I kind of go by um, the, the scouting reports that Nick Filato has been doing over on Giants Country, the site for which I write, and also my own knowledge, which I'm trying to improve upon every day regarding these draft prospects. So that's what's driving my decisions. And before I unveil uh, my second round pick in this two-round mock, uh, first, join the Draft Network's Trevor Sycamore and Ben Solak every weekday on Mock on NFL Draft 
Every Monday through Thursday, Trevor and Ben break down everything you need to know about the NFL Draft, upcoming prospects, and more throughout the draft scouting lens. With mock drafts every Monday, get an early look at which top prospects may be available for your team over at Locked On NFL Draft. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, I'm going to try and get um, one of Matt or Trevor to come on the show down the line, of course. You know, right now, I want to kind of get us through free agency and whatnot, but that's certainly on the line. And also coming up on future shows, I'm going to reach out to the college hosts to have them come on and talk about their particular prospects. And just real quick before I unveil who I'm drafting in the second round of my mock, a couple of housekeeping notes real quick. This week, I'm going to start the uh, listener appreciation podcasts. I'm going to reach out to a couple of people and I think we'll run those on Friday. A nice way to kind of end the uh, week as we run these on Friday. Um, And then tomorrow, obviously, Twitter Tuesday. I know some of you have already sent in some questions for Twitter Tuesday. If you have them, continue sending them in. You can email them to me at LockedOnGiantsPodcast at gmail.com or tweet them to me at Patricia underscore Trina with the hashtag AskPTrain and I'll try and get them on the program. So that's a look at what's coming up. And now let's talk about my second pick in this two-round mock. Now, before I give you that name, let's talk about some of the players who are off the board. So, okay, I picked at number 11 in the first round. Some notable players to come off the board include uh, Virginia Tech's corner, Caleb Farley, uh, Patrick Sertain the second, went to the Vikings at number 14, uh, let's see, Jalen Waddle ended up going to the Raiders at number 17. And let's see, Rondell Moore, receiver, went to um, to the Chicago Bears. Uh, Aliyah Vera Tucker, who is an offensive tackle, went to the Titans. Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback, went to the Jets at number 23. That's the pick that they acquired in the Jamal Adams trade. Um, Gregory Rousseau. Number two, he went 26 to the Browns. J.C. Horn, who the son of Joe Horn, cornerback, went number 27 to the Baltimore Ravens. Zaven Collins, a guy, you know, I, I like Zaven Collins. And if I knew he might be available in the second round, I actually would have flipped my order and done a receiver in, in round one and, and Zaven Collins maybe in round two. But Zaven Collins has been, you know, drawing a lot of um, uh, attention as amongst the scouting uh, community. And a lot of people have told me that this kid is somebody who's rising up the boards and who could be a potential first-round pick in reality. So he ended up going 29th to the Green Bay Packers in the mock draft. And let's see, a couple others. Let's see, Travis, uh, let's see, Etienne, the running back, went to the Chiefs and the t- all right, so that's a note in that first round. Now let's look at the second round. Um, receiver Elijah Moore went to the Jets at pick number 34. Let's see, I'm looking at receivers now. Uh, all right, yeah, that was the only receiver that went off the board was, was, um, was uh, let's see, Elijah Moore 
from Ole Miss. So he's off the board. And then let's see. Everybody else kind of went defense with the exception of Carolina, it looks like. Okay, so who is my pick? Well, let me tell you who's on the board. I haven't quite made the pick yet, but I know who it's going to be. On the board right now, I have Florida wide receiver Kadarius Toney. I have Alabama tackle Alex Leatherwood. And I have Penn State tight end Pat Fryermuth. All right. Now, according to the big board, uh, Pro Football Focus's big board, those guys are ranked in order 27, 37, 41. I need a receiver. All right. Um, Kadarius Tony, boy, he he sure does look look very very promising, huh? Um, he's a raw route runner, but my goodness, physical tools um, galore. All right, he has uh, he's actually six foot. Let's see, six foot one ninety three. So he's senior, and just has. He's the type of receiver who could really slice the top off of a defense. Um, the biggest knock against him is that he's an unpolished route runner. And uh, also a, some question marks include um, his injury history and how he'll do with contested catches. But you know what? If he's got that burst, that elite burst to separate, I don't know how many contested catches necessarily he's going to he's going to have to deal with so you know what i got my edge rusher i'm going with Kadarius tony at number 42 wide receiver out of florida so now pro football focus also assigns draft grades to um, your picks and to your overall draft so you know i only did the two rounds like i said and Grades, I know they're subjective, and how do you grade actually the these rookies when they haven't even you know played it down? But for what it's worth, I'll tell you what the grades were that I got for the Micah Parsons pick. Pro Football Focus gave me a B. For the Kadarius Tony pick, they gave me a B plus. So overall, my two round draft came up to a B. Not too bad, right? I mean, again, you know, take the grades with a grain of salt. But in terms of value, in terms of, you know, I guess what these players project in terms of what they might be able to do at the pro level, not bad. You know, I I don't know if this is a realistic draft. Obviously, you know, we we find out that the pros have different perspectives and how they, they grade and rate players. But, hey, look, this was kind of fun. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I mean, I, I enjoyed going through this kind of live as as we were recording the show. And uh, we'll do the same thing again next week. I think next week what I'll do is I'll do a three-round mock. Um, the reason why I don't want to do more than three rounds is I want to see what, what happens with the um, the compensatory picks and all the other draft picks that are going to sho- you know, shove um, – drafts numbers around so you you can't really say that the draft order is set until you see the comp picks until you see you know the picks that are awarded for you know to teams for 
developing minority hires and all that stuff. So just just a way this to go yet before the the final draft order is set. So that's why we'll keep it at about three rounds for now. But anyway, hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, don't forget tomorrow's Twitter Tuesday. Get those questions in. Looking forward to answering them. Thank you everybody for tuning in to today's show and and to all the the uh, Locked On Giants podcasts uh, this month as we try and fill the time and until we get into the uh, free agency period. So until tomorrow, have a great one.